This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Here we go. It is hour number three of the G-Bag Nation here on 105 to the Fan. We're in a field side suite right behind home plate. It's actually kind of below uh, the, the field level, which is a pretty freaking sweet. You see these suites on, on television behind a home plate. That's where we're broadcasting from right now as the Rangers annual awards will take place this evening out there in the outfield the world series trophy is at our broadcast position right now you can probably see it on our webcam and in about 20 minutes we're going to talk with the rangers chief revenue officer jim cochran and uh, we'll we'll talk to him about everything going on here from his perspective as the greatest offseason in texas rangers history continues here on 105 through the fan your home of the world series champs and jim brought us some beautiful gifts some wonderful World, sure World Series hats and this this pullover, and we can't thank the Rangers enough for taking such great care of us whenever we find ourselves uh, here at the yard. All right, uh, joining us now here on 105.3 The Fan is a Pro Football Hall of Famer. He is an eight-time Pro Bowler, a four-time All-Pro. He played 13 seasons for the Chicago Bears, and uh, he's on courtesy the Invited Celebrity Classic presented by Choctaw Casinos and Resorts. It's Brian Erlacher here on 105.3 The Fan. And a good afternoon, sir. How the heck are you? Great. Man, I forgot y'all won the World Series. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, we, we did. Y'all were talking about, I'm like, well, the Rangers, and it's awesome. Like, they beat the Diamondbacks here in Arizona. That's a, yeah. yeah, I totally forgot about that. Congrats. That's amazing. Thank you. Thanks, man. It, it is a special time here in, in DFW. Uh, now, you, you are a fan of at least one DFW team, aren't you? Aren't you a pretty good Cowboys uh, fan? Yes. Man, so disappointed again. Yeah, <laughs> and it was the, yeah, to the this, freaking Packers. This is Brian. our year. I mean, what this the is hell? Our, I know of all things, man. You come at home loss. We don't lose at home. We because I'm you know I'm a fan, so I'm it's yep. we uh, yeah. at home eight no nine no this year score like seventy points a game and then that happens in the playoffs. I was shocked. I was disappointed too. But there's always next year. Yes, sir. Yes, we we always do have that to comfort us at a time like this. Now, uh, Brian, as a, yeah. as a great middle linebacker, what did you think about the Cowboys' use of safety so much once they had injuries there at linebacker? They didn't have the depth to put actual linebackers out oh. there. What do you think about that plan? It's just decimated. You know, it's hard to put, put a safety in the box versus the run. You know, they're undersized. They don't know the fits as well. They do a good job when they're coming downhill, uh, when they're playing free safety or strong safety, but it's hard to throw a safety in there on a run down or, you know, any down and, and expect them to, to get off a block from all alignment or even sit properly. So it's tough. You know, they did what they had to do. They just got decimated on the defensive side of the football. You know, Layton went down, um, just bad injury. And, you know, obviously Diggs went down early, early. Uh, they had a pretty good player step up there. Deron Bland did a decent job there, though. Is he defensive player of the year? Ooh. Man, that's a that's – a, 
close he's one right there. He set a, he set an NFL record. But what's yeah, the NFL? he did. He, he sure did. Yeah. Yeah, because sure you know someone set the sack record a few years ago. They were like six and ten, but they got their thing because they set the sack record. So it should be the same way. And they were right. a good defense this year, so he should get it. So, I mean, obviously, Micah's also a finalist there. And, and we talked about this oh, during yeah. the season with the Cowboys having issues and are, are, were thin at linebacker. What do you think he should be doing moving forward? Do you like him just rushing the passer all the time, or should they be playing him more off-ball, traditional linebacker? It's it's hard to say because he can play anywhere, right? You can put him at stand-up. You can put him down lineman. I mean, he's such – it's it's hard to say. I mean, I think you can put him anywhere and he's going to do great. But I think the closer he is to the football, the better. The more chances he has to get to the quarterback, the better off the defense is. Um, I haven't seen him off the ball very much, so I don't know how, you know, reacting like a, an outside backer or, or a middle linebacker, I'm not sure what he would do. But you're right, with the injuries they had this year, he might have been a bad option. But then you lose his, that, you know, the pass rush ability he has from the last scrimmage, so it's tough. Hey, Brian, when you, when you watch uh, offenses in the NFL operate now, uh, you know, you played in a, an era, and not, not that too far removed from this, though, when you watch, mm-hmm. how would you have prepared for some of these, like the Shanahan offenses and, and things like that, with so much crossers and tight end play and all that? How, yeah. how would Brian Urlacher prepared for that every week? So I'm just going to go back to what I was taught under Coach Smith. We play cover two probably a lot of the time. You know, that way you pass off the crossers, and they have their adjustments too when they see zone coverage. But it just made it so much more simple for us when we played cover two. There were some weaknesses versus the run. But you're not swapping guys off. You're not. You're not checking. You know. You're not seeing guys running wide open because guys aren't trying to swap off the, you know, the, the man routes. They're not trying to pass them off, which we didn't do anyway. We just whoever you had, you had. You didn't pass them off. You didn't cut them to a linebacker. You didn't cut them free to a safety. If you had the guy, he was your guy wherever he went. So you wouldn't see a lot of guys running free versus our defense. But I feel like cover two solves a lot of problems. I wish more teams would do it, especially in third and long. They get. You know, they play covered. They play quarters or they play even play man in third, 12, and long. I just don't, I don't understand it. Cover two has always been a great defense for those situations. Brian, you follow the Cowboys as you're talking about as a fan, though. You had to be impressed. You, you played with teams that turned, o- got de- de- turned over offenses quite a bit. When Peanut you, Tillman, baby. Yeah, I mean, oh, yeah. It, it, the mindset yeah. about that, was that something that, that, is that something that, is it, a, is that was a training camp mindset or was that you guys were just such badass players and you knew just to go for the <laughs> football? That was an all-the-time mindset, not just training camp. During the season, sure. if there was a ball on the ground, no matter if it was an incomplete pass, a fumble, it didn't matter. You may, our, our thing was make the refs make a call, right? So if sure. you pick it up and start running with it, make them blow their whistle. Now with all the damn replays they have, they're going to get it right. Or oh, I shouldn't say that. They're going to get it close to pretty right <laughs> most of the time. But, you know, we it's always make them make a decision. But the mindset was to get the football. So once we had the tackle secured, and now you see guys just punching it no matter what, right? They got, they're so good with the peanut punch. If they don't even secure the tackle, they just go in there and punch it out. But our, our thing was, at least in my mindset, was get them on the get the, the tackle secured, and then here comes the posse to come get the ball out. That was our thing. And if the ball was on the ground, no matter if it was an incomplete pass, whatever, ball blown dead, we're picking it up and running with it. Hey Brian, I, I was a I was a former NFL scout. I, I worked for the Packers, so I I've saw you. I remember when you came out of college at New Mexico. I've yeah. never seen a guy your size return punts. Hmm. I mean, <laughs> I thought, we were trying to – we were, yeah. and that was one of the things when we were in the draft room and we are talking about you as a player, and, like, and, and the scout goes, this guy returns punts too. I mean, you're, you were kind of like the yeah. Micah Parsons of your time doing all these things. Yeah. We, uh, that's how bad we were. I was returning punts. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you were like a strong safety oh, linebacker. No, I mean, I I mean a, you did I everything. A, you did everything. I returned – so I returned kicks and punts in high school, so it wasn't that big of a deal for me to go out there and catch them. And I, just, you know, 
I caught him and I ran straight forward. That was my move. I didn't, you know, I think my longest return was like 48 yards my senior year. That's my junior year. I didn't return as many because we had a guy that could get back there and catch him. But yeah, you know, I just, I know I was pretty reliable catching the football and then I just ran downhill. So, you know, it's good ball possession and keep the ball. Uh, that was, that was my goal. And the same way when I, NFL, when I got a pick or something, I just try to get out of bounds or, you know, not, not fumble. That was my thing. Brian Erlacher with us here on the fan. Okay, so who's the linebacker you watch now and you're most in awe of? Micah. Micah's unbelievable. Uh, TJ Watts the same way, but it's hard because they're rush guys, right? They're not. They didn't right. do what like they they weren't off the ball. But um, you look at the two linebackers in Tampa, Devin White and uh, Levante David. Those are good football players. Um, gosh, some other guy uh, Warner in um, yeah in San Francisco. Van, Van, yeah, he's pretty damn good as well. He had a good season. There, there's um, it's hard now because the game is so different. They want the it's the smaller guys. It's six feet, six one, two twenty five, two twenty that can run that play off the ball now because the game has changed so much. It's not as much of a running game as it used to be. Brian, this might be a bit of a loaded question because when you're looking at these offenses now, and something that Dan Quinn's defenses struggled with was the motion offenses, and something that San Francisco does so well, the Lions do yeah. it really well with their running scheme. For you as a middle linebacker, having to read, react, diagnose. What are some of the the challenges and the keys to having defensive success when you go up against those offenses? Number one is know what what's your key is pre snap. As long as your key doesn't change, like all the other stuff is eye candy as far as I'm concerned. You see all these guys crossing the ball. So our key as a linebacker was either the fullback or the tailback. That was it. Wherever he goes, I go. The other stuff is all window dressing and whatever. It may help affect the safeties, but for us, wherever that fullback stepped or wherever the tailback stepped, that's where we went. It didn't matter what all the other stuff was. Unless it was um, zone, we may have to change some gaps a little bit. But it, it was simple for us. To, I mean, it, it may be a little – even Miami. How about the stuff Miami does as well with all their motion? Yeah. Um, I think it's a Shanahan thing as well. But, yeah, I mean, we, we just – you know you know your key every play and read your key. I think that takes you to the football. And you get caught up in all – that's why they do it, right? To make you change your, your mindset or look at different things uh, to get you off key. But if you know your key and read your key, you should be fine. How, how much more confusing is that for a defender? I mean, obviously what, what sets you apart is your awareness, your recognition, and, and then your physical greatness as well. But, I mean, for average guys, is it worth it to, to rep all of that extra motion for maybe a play or two a game where, where uh, you know, you trick the defenders? Yeah, I think it's worth it. You know, you, the problem is it happens so fast. You know, you can see McCaffrey just – one guy takes a false step on a D, as a D end or even a safety not filling the gap. And he's creasing you in the middle of the field, right? So, and even the, and then you got the play action coming off of it. You know, they got a guy, they got Kittle coming behind the play action. So, I think you have to practice as much as you can. Um, it's so hard this late in the season to get everything in because the guys are tired. Number one, uh, I know it's a big game, but you you practice all season long, your body's worn down. So, I guess you just get more film study. But I, I do think it helps to practice it. Hey, uh, Brian, it, it, you followed legends. In, in Chicago, when you Dick Buckus and then Mike Singletary and all that. And, you know, you're one of the all-time greats to play in Chicago at, at that position. What was it like with for you? And, and you know, and, and I'm sure you had interactions with those guys. Uh, did, you know, here in Dallas, yeah. they have the 88s. You know, they, they kind of pass oh, yeah. along that. Did, did Dick Buckus and Mike Singletary, did they pass along those bare, you know, tradition, middle linebacker things to you? So I met both of them my rookie year, and we lost Buckus last year. It was tough, you know. He 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 was I, I was closer to him than I was to Mike. I just don't Mike and I don't um, I don't talk to him as much. And sure, um, 
Buckus was not scared to say what he was thinking. He was very, very open yeah. with his thoughts. Uh, he was a smart ass. I, I enjoyed being around him. He was fun. But when I played, you know, it, it was kind of hard because the media compared me to them early on. My first, second year, I'm like, what are you guys doing? These dudes are in the Hall of Fame. I played 20 games, and you guys are putting me in their category. It's not fair to them. It's not fair to me either. Um, so I got better at my career. But I, I, early on, it was kind of awkward for me to, to kind of be mentioned in the same sentence as those two guys because it wasn't. It wasn't. I wasn't close to their to their status at that time. You know, I feel better about it now, obviously. But back then, it was kind of awkward. And I, I think, you know, coming from their point of view, it was probably kind of a slap in the face to them too. But who's this young kid? They're as good as we are. You know, it just it wasn't fair to them, and uh, at the same time, it wasn't fair to me either. It's Brian Urwalker here with us in the fan. I'll keep that in mind when I'm talking with young superstars. Brian, thank you for that perspective. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, I mean, it was not fair to either side, right? Because I yeah. mean, they may remind you of somebody, but man, those guys were pretty darn good before them. Yes, sir. Okay, so some big names at the Invited Celebrity Classic, including our Tony Romo yes. and Pudge Rodriguez and Albert Pujols, Greg Maddox, John Smoltz. Man, you got them all out there. Some great golfers. I mean, obviously they're Hall of Famers of what they played professionally, but they're uh, pretty darn good golfers. It's a fun event. We've got the Champions Tour guys with us, some Hall of Famers from them as well. Uh, good three-day tournament there. Uh, but kind of stressful for us, uh, quote-unquote, celebrities playing um, with, with crowds out there because they're never safe, but it's, it's a good tournament. <laughs> I, I can definitely relate to man. that anxiety. I see. I yeah. would just hit houses. You got to yeah. actually hit about hitting yeah. people. Brian, are you in yeah, Arizona you right it. now? Are you in Arizona? Is that you know, where you live? Yes, Arizona. Yes. So you, are you a desert mountain? Are you play all those courses out there? No, I, put, so I live down in the South Valley, which is a little bit quieter than Scottsdale oh, okay. area. I have played all those courses up there. But I'm a member at Mesa Country Club, Seville, oh. which is invited an invited course as well. So. Uh, used to be club court, now it's invited. But yeah, so I remember down here in the in the southern part, slumming it down here in the south. <laughs> What's your Super Bowl matchup? Oh man, um, I'm going with the, the underdogs, man. I'm going with the Chiefs. I'm going with the Lions. Ooh, how weird does it I, seem? I the Lions in the championship the, game. I know. I was not impressed really with um, the the Niners won, but I wasn't impressed with their defense last week. I, I don't know. There's something about they, they didn't look the same, and then. The Lions can score in bunches. I know their defense has, is probably their, their their soft spot, but they can score in bunches. So I think uh, I hope they surprise some people because I think they uh, they can do it. And, you know, Mahomes. It's hard for me to bet against Mahomes. I know Lamar is the MVP and they're at home, but until someone beats Mahomes in the playoffs, you know, I'm gonna um, I'm gonna ride with him. And I'm with you on that one. Here he is, Brian Erlacher, Hall of Famer, noted Cowboys fan as well. We salute you for coming on. And we, we'll invite you to this, this Rangers fanmanship if you want as well because we're looking pretty dang good for this year too. Come aboard. Are they, good? they got everyone coming back? Yeah. We're, and running, then we're running it back, a, Brian. We're going for back-to-back. I'm a, I'm a Braves guy. I grew up watching uh, TBS in the summer and WGN oh, with the go. Cubs. And I was kinda, yeah, there I kinda, you go. You just need an I American League team. After Rangers can be your yeah, AL need, team. Well, well, no. Oh, you're right. They're both. You're right. Okay, I'll do that. Well, I mean, <laughs> yeah. Welcome aboard. No problem. That's easy. Thank you. Thank you, sir. We'll see you out at the golf tournament. All right, guys. Take care. There he goes. Brian Erlacher uh, uh, brought to you by the Invited Celebrity Classic uh, presented by Choctaw Casino and Resorts. And there's going to be uh, free tickets. Uh, are are available. You just have to go online to claim them, and you'll be out there. Uh, uh, top PGA Tour champions: VJ Singh, Retief Goosen, Justin Leonard, Colin Montgomery, and all those uh, you know DFW and nationwide, really yeah. mega sports celebrities. 
going to be out there uh, hacking it around. Okay, uh, when we return here in the G-Bag Nation, of course, it'll be time for Zach Wolchuk's Top 10 at 420. And uh, we'll talk with Jim Cochran, Chief Revenue Officer of your Texas Rangers, about that perspective on where the Rangers are and where they go from here. That's coming up next in the G-Bag Nation. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 